Harvey Norman Wampaki, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. Welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. And it's a very happy Saturday morning to you, one and all in Gippsland. Now, no matter where you are joining us, it's great to have your company. Ian and Brad here for Saturdays in Gippsland this morning. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. Um, good morning, Brad. Firstly to you. Good morning, Wiz. And, uh, geez, they say a week in football's a long time, but a week in Australia's a long time. Last week when we did this show, Scott Morrison was the Prime Minister, and this week it's Anthony Albanese. Well, there's, uh, I know you've got a massive shopping list in front of you uh, for our first segment today. We'll get right through all that, but plenty to get on with today. We'll be talking to the... Uh, we're here at Nearham, Nearham South Football and Netball Club today. It's a big one this afternoon, Brad. Number, first versus second on the Ellen Bank ladder, Nearham South versus Trafalgar. Should be a beauty. We're going to be speaking to uh, Brent Mouncey, the Nearham South senior coach. Uh, the Trafalgar president, Brent Tonkin, a little later on in the hour. So plenty to get on with here. Can I just start, though, first with the, some of our sports updates? And um, There's one you've got to keep an eye on, too. I read this during the week that... The uh, Nationals went okay in the election last week. Don't want to make this an election conversation. Uh, better than the Libs. So our local guy in Gippsland, Darren Chester, is now contesting the leadership for the Nationals. Oh. Against uh, Barnaby. And uh, so if he gets that, the way things are going, the, the Nationals might be the bigger of the two parties in that alliance. And he might end up the Prime Minister oh, if they win the next election. Our at, local man in Gippsland. I'll tell you what, if, if, if anyone is in politics, a good apprenticeship is to be a senior coach at a local <laughs> footy club. Because I'll tell you what, if you can handle uh, some of the stuff that goes on in footy clubs as a senior coach, uh, politics is a walk in the park. And we'll talk about that later in the local update. A uh, senior coach who had some incredible experience during the week has been sacked. Is that right? Yes. In local footy. Well, we're going to get to that, but I want to give you an update, everybody. It's a beautiful uh, winter Saturday morning here, and plenty of cars around the uh, ground here at Newham South, and uh, Ellenbank in the under-16s, uh, uh, just trailing by 10 points against the home side, the Cats, uh, in the first of a number of footy games this afternoon. Or they're the under-18s. Are they, they're the 18s, they're, sorry, the 16s man, have finished. They're, 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 they'll be drinking after the game, these guys. You know you're in trouble when you play under-18s and the, the other team would turn up and they've all got beards and yeah. their own licence. <laughs> with a six-pack. That was uh, that was always a bit a bit frightening. Hey, I want to give you an update. I talked last week about uh, a big sporting event that's coming to the region, to the Gippsland region, and in particular to the Latrobe Valley. Not cockroach jumping? Or something. No, no. It's the National Bocce Championships, and that gets underway in Morwell today. Today? Yeah, and I'm, I'm disappointed. I wanted to go to the opening ceremony, uh, but couldn't get there. But just a special mention to the all-star, or the star-studded Australian team, uh, Favron, Pozza, Gatto, and Di Frederico, Sam Mezio. Um, it's a strong Italian area of Morwell. Is it? Oh, very strong. Got a big Italian club there. Go there for dinner. Oh, it's a good feed there, isn't it? Magnificent. Yeah, no, it is a good feed there. No no doubt about that. So uh, just an update there. So that championship underway today. And I think the um, uh, Victorian Open Lawn Bowls gets uh, started this weekend as well. Was so, one of those names Gatto that you said? It was, yeah. Tell you what, you want to... I'd be... Uh, what did? Be wearing a bulletproof vest on the first end, or what? <laughs> uh, well, it may not be any relation there, but uh, oh, yeah. Hey, a big night at the AFL last night, Bradley, and I, I must admit I'm a bit dusty this morning. Um, I'd been in a state with my day job and got in late last night, and an old mate had turned up from Melbourne and 
with his uh, wife and we're sort of caught up over dinner and had a few drinks. And Well, he might be a bit dusty because he'd be on about the fourth now, wouldn't he? Fifth no, no, no he, he, he left my place this morning at uh, half past six. He was teeing off at seven o'clock. He would be Nearly just about finished. finished. They'd be walking into the bar round about now. Or falling, down at, crawling in. Down at your lawn golf club. The way you, you, you really put it on you, do we? <laughs> it would have been a bit, big night. Yeah, no, so, there was a few cobwebs this morning, I must say. In fact, I'd, I was on the highway. You'd recall this. I was driving down the highway towards Nearham South from oh. the Trove Valley, and I drove past the Trafalgar Footy Club, right, going through Trafalgar. You were doing Nearham South and Trafalgar today, right? I've been away all week. It's been busy. I didn't even get to watch the AFL last night, and I saw a massive crowd in there. Junior footy was on, and I'm thinking, hang on, I'm going to Nearham South. Don't tell me it's at Trafalgar. I got the phone call. So, yeah, I I rang uh, Brad with permission to ask one dumb question. (laughs) That was, where are we going today? But he confirmed that we're at Nearham South, so I kept going, left the crowd behind at Trafalgar, and here we are. Well, that game last night, uh, all I'll say, it was probably the best game I've seen this year, yep. and it was it was fitting for a Friday night. And they've had some cracking games these two clubs over the last few years. But that one last night was brilliant. So but to I, set the scene before you go, the Tigers yep. have won two, three or four in a row. So they're yep. they're flying four they're in a row. The Tigers good footy. Sydney have won one in the past four. Yeah, they promised a lot and kept tripping over. Yep. So and this is a home game, a really important one for them. Yep. They couldn't afford to give this one up. So the all the ingredients were there for a good one, mm. right, for a Friday night game and. Uh, it went down to the wire and a decision on the siren that embarrassed a few, yeah? Yeah, well, I thought um, Sydney losing Blakey late was a big loss for Sydney. Yeah. He's his, his in career best form. The meerkat. Running off that half-back yeah. line in career best form. But um, they were good, the Swans, after half-time. I'm not going to take anything away from the Swans. They were brilliant after half-time. The Tigers were brilliant in the first half. Yeah. thought Dusty was really quiet, particularly in that second half. But what happened at the end of the game was only a matter of time in the way our umpires are umpiring this game at the top level. You can blame the rule decision-makers and all that. I don't care. If you're making 60 decisions in a game... It's too many. 63 last week, 60... And that game last week, I watched that in its entirety, Brisbane-Hawthorne in Tasmania. And Brisbane were robbed. Well, Richmond were robbed last night. Yeah. And the pure reason is, if you want to be technical, and that's what they are half the time, Mm. that's 50 metres. So there's a free kick to Richmond, right on the siren, he's pulled by the jumper, whether you think the free kick was there or not, it's irrelevant. Mm. The free kick was paid. Well, so the, 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 the pace has been set all night. They're going to blow everything, so yes. they were going to blow that. So and they, he didn't. He gets a free kick between wing and half forward, and they're, they're a goal down. The Sydney player kicks the ball into the stand, and I 100% agree. He didn't do it out of frustration or anger at the free kick. He did it because he heard the siren. He thought they'd won, and he... He was celebrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Understand. Yeah. But it, to the letter of the law, it's 50 metres, Wiz. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. the 50 metres should have been paid. The game, he's still got to kick the goal. If he kicks the goal, it's a draw. It was only a matter of time it was going to happen. Then driving in this morning, we hear Hutchie say on off the bench that they're actually, umpires have got a KPI. One of their KPIs. One of their yeah. KPIs is the amount of free kicks they miss. Yeah, so that makes them paranoid for missing, blowing everything. So There's that, your reasoning. So there's, there's someone there in a back office somewhere, an executive, who's coming up with these KPIs for the umpires, who has made the decision, we're going to put a KPI in front of these guys 
to reward them for blowing all these off, so not missing them, right? Whoever thought that that was a good idea should be run out of footy. Ridiculous. Yeah. And that's the reason they're paying them. There's no doubt. And, and as Hutchie said on Off the Bench, get rid of that KPI. Problem solved. Problem solved. Yeah, no, I agree. Quite simple. Agreed. So at the end of the day, uh, the Swans get up by a goal. They deserve to get up after their second half. It was brilliant. They never give in that side. They fought hard, fought hard, fought hard. And I didn't agree with the best on ground, Buddy Franklin. I thought there were three ahead of him, and um, and I'll name them. Because there's no, you know, you can sit here and say, oh, you know, why wasn't Buddy? Well, the three were Nan Curvis. He had 21 disposals as a ruckman and 24 hitouts. Luke Parker for the Swans had 26. And Callum Mills had 20. So those three, I thought, were a lot better than Buddy Franklin. Yes, he kicks five goals. But in four quarters of footy, that's a goal every 22 minutes. Yeah. When well, you're on a million a year, you want to be kicking one every 22 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but I think it was the impact that he had at the same time. But how does he do that? By Mills bringing the oh, ball yeah, forward. No but one thing I did see on that little ground with the pressure on it was the older guys that made the difference. You know, Nan Curvis for the Tigers. Oh, he was good. Um, Mills is one of the older guys. Yeah. Parker, Parker. And Franklin, right? So it's the yeah. old blokes that are actually doing the damage there, which I found interesting. Anyway, better move on. You've got all that off your chest. Cool. Now, I was walking through Adelaide Airport yesterday afternoon. You wouldn't believe who I bumped into. Who did you bump into? Well, what were we doing last Saturday? We're calling footy. Oh, at, don't tell me. At Nyora. Wasn't the tattooed one, was it? It was. It yeah. was. So they said to me, he's only played, this is uh, Dane Swan, who played for Nyora last Saturday. And we're talking to Ricky Nixon, who manages all of this for him. And Ricky was saying he's only played in Victoria twice. Uh, he's been playing here, there and everywhere. Country, regional football clubs, really big a boost like they did for Nyora last week. I think he was playing at Port Lincoln. Yes. So I'd been over there for work. I was coming through the airport and they were coming out. So and saw them again. Quiet ones here. Oh no, 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 they were pretty good. Actually, Ricky looked a bit stressed. They were pretty busy. They obviously had to get into a car and get themselves out to Port Lincoln, which is a reasonable trip from Adelaide. So, uh, do you reckon Ricky had a couple last week when we were talking? About? Oh, well, he I, might have had a couple I, over in, with those guys on the celebrating, fence? celebrating yeah. life. You'd reckon he's, uh, he's doing a mighty good job too. And how good was Dane Swan last week? Oh, it's just lazy four in the second half after playing off halfback. Well, we're going to talk about that in the sports update after the next break. But uh, yeah, there were some really good things about it. And it's interesting because we're going to see more and more of these ex-legends coming out to play. Brilliant. Particularly regional footy. Brilliant. They're a great toy, a great boost for your club. But how do you use them most effectively as a coach? I'm going to think about yes. that one for a minute because that's important. I think they probably mm. wasted him in the first half. Yeah. Uh, they won the second week. half by a point. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll get to that one as well. Hey, you're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland here on SEN Track. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. And don't forget, free click and collect is available right now. We need to get to a break, Bradley. When we come back, it'll be our local sports update. And we will be speaking to the Nearham South, the coach of the Cats, Brett Mouncey, uh, before the news update at the bottom of the hour as well. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy. This is Saturdays in Gippsland. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. 
Saturdays in Gippsland, indeed, and we're live on location this morning from the Nearham South Football and Netball Club, where later on today we'll be broadcasting the match of the day, first versus second, Nearham, Nearham South, the Cats against the Bloods from Trafalgar. Should be an absolute beauty. Uh, now, for Gippsland Power Equipment, your local still specialist dealer, it's time for our local sport update for Gippsland Power Equipment. Don't settle for second best visit, Gippsland Power Equipment, Brad Let's update the local sports Well, scene. I'm going to cut it short because yep. uh, we'll have Brett Mounsey on in a minute and he's got a lot of stuff to do today yep. and I don't want to hold him up. But Absolutely. The one that I uh, teased at the head of the show was about the sack coach in the uh, local area. It's just down the highway a little bit. Yeah. And it was officer coach Doug Coop. Right. Now, Coop, he's had a, an incredible career, but this is what I was saying about if you want to get into politics... Become a senior coach at a footy club, and I'll tell you what, it just gets you ready. It's a great apprenticeship to go into politics because this is one of the greatest local community coaches I've ever seen. He's yeah. got a background in the AFL with North Melbourne yep, yep. and Melbourne. Then he was over at the Scorpions, Springvale, in the old VFA days and played in the Premiership. And it was done behind his back. Someone rings him on a training night and says, Oh, Coopy, want to catch up for a beer? Now, this is on, just before training on a Thursday. And Cooper yeah. says, well, you know. Uh, got no, training. I got training. And, yeah. I, and, he, and he turned around and he said, well, that's what I want to talk to you about. Oh, come on. So he goes, oh, so you don't have training tonight. Yeah. Oh, and really? They're, they're, sell- they're selling the old story of the players weren't happy. And a coach knows if the players weren't happy. And yeah, a coach yeah. of his calibre knows. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he'll... He'll try to work that out and sort it out. And if they're not happy, he might change a bit or he might turn around and say, I'm not changing nothing. Then you get rid of him. Yeah. But so it's the yeah, old, it's, it's, done not, wrong. it's not you, done it's me wrong. routine. Yeah, yeah. They've lost a good coach. Pre-COVID, he got him to finals, hadn't played finals for years. He gets in there. Come on. Now what club was it again? Officer. 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 Come on, man. Yeah. Hey, so, and the quick one. Uh, I'm not going to go through all the leagues, but gee, Allen Bank and Gippsland leagues have some big games today. Bullen Bullen 5th take on Katani 10th. Yarrigan 8th, who were really good against Trafalgar a couple of weeks ago, take on Longwari 3rd. Lang Lang, who were 4th, take on Poowong 7th. That's the second best game of the day. Neil Madanam 11th versus Allen Bank 6th. But the game that we're calling, Nyora have the bye, the game we're calling is top against 2nd. Nearham South take on Trafalgar. It is going to be... A prelude to the grand final. There you go. I've oh, said that in round eight. Jeez, stuck his neck How do you like that? Can we just time code that one and put it away? We'll bring that one back out later in the year for Brad to see how accurate he's been. Um, there was a good one last week. It took the results there. Uh, Traff got the job done against Nilma. Uh, Newham South had a really good wing over Poowong, who have been plucky this year. They're sort yeah. of in and around, but um, they're winning the ones they should. They just need to pick a couple up. Of teams above them. Lang Lang had a good win over Nyora, and we called that one last week. It was a game of two halves, no doubt about that. In fact, Big crowd, 61 crowd. point leaders in the first half, the Tigers, and then they lost the second half by a point when uh, they Swanee went forward. Swanee into the kick, forward line, kicked forward. forward just did what he but wanted. it made sense. There's no point defending a, a 61 point deficit. They needed to yeah. win, you know, so they did that. And it just shows you. Uh, when you get these guys coming into your team, the celebrities or whatever, how do you use them? Can I just say, though, that it is a request of Swanee's and Ricky Nixon's that he comes off half-back to start off with and yeah. see how he's... Nah. He's 39. Fair enough, too. And um, yeah. Long Worry, one-point winners over the Lyrebirds last week. 
Unbelievable. see that No. Coming. Anyway. Hey, the Gippsland, just quickly. Yeah. Yep. Gippsland, another 1v2 game. Yep. Lee and Gather Maui. What a game that's going to be. Yep. Maul 7 take on Drew and 9. And this competition, anyone can beat anyone right now. Yeah, There's been good. some real upsets. Yeah. Tarelgan 4th take on Sale 3rd. That'll be a good one. Warrigal 8, who had a massive win a couple of weeks ago, take on Mafra 6th. Wonthaggy 5th take on Bensdale 10th. So... Big day in the Gippsland League, wow. no doubt about it. That was for Gippsland Power Equipment, your local steel specialist dealer. Don't settle for second best. Visit Gippsland Power Equipment. That was your local sport update. Hey, joining us now on Saturdays in Gippsland is the senior coach of the home team this afternoon. That's the Nearham South Football Club. The coach of the Cats, Brett Mounsey, joins us. Brett, welcome to Saturdays yeah. in Gippsland. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Uh, big day for your footy club today. Yeah, it is. Yeah, we, um, we're travelling along obviously quite well. Um, we've only played Traff once, which was round one of last year yep. at Trafalgar. Um, both sides seem to have changed quite a bit, so we're not taking too much out of that. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we've had a, we've got a pretty big month block actually. So um, last week, obviously against Puong Traff, um, who we're not looking much further past, but then we've got Allen Bank and Long Worry. So um, wow, yeah, tough month. Um, yeah, there's a real test for your footy club, isn't it? And the list is good. You've got uh, you're pretty much fit. I did see a uh, playing list before and. All the big guns are loaded up and ready to oh, go there's today. There's a couple missing. Yeah. Just, but I don't want to give away too much. We might have uh, Tom Allen and listen in on the app and then <laughs> I'm in trouble because I like getting the team list for the right numbers and I'm not giving away secrets. But uh, Might be a bit of an outlater. Cats might have one out that I reckon okay. might hurt. The Ruckman. Yeah, well, well, we can let that go, but that's that's fine. Jack Erickson, unfortunately, he's, fortunately for him, um, mm. he's he's got a job interstate, so he he's moved. So we'll only have him. So you've lost him at, for keeps, almost. Yeah, yeah. he's going to try to come back every now and again. Um, but yeah, he he's he's a big loss for us. But yeah. we haven't had him for the last couple of weeks. So um, who do we um, who do we put in the ruck in place of that? Uh, we've been swapping Lockie Guy uh, yeah. and um, and Declan Baggett in the ruck just to um, Lockie's. Undersized as a ruckman, but mm-hmm. he's got an incredible leap. Yeah, so, okay. um, he does really well. You just want something to give a contest by and large. Yeah. yeah. Well, when yeah. we called the game here, I know it was against Darnham and they're struggling. When Baggett went into the ruck, he just gave another option. He was a ruck rover. He just yep. got around the ground. He's tall and thin and very athletic. So, that that will he start there today? Uh, no, no. Uh, Lockie will start there. Yep. Um, Yep, he'll he'll be starting in the ruck, and yeah, the good thing with Declan is he gives us a lot of the guys have played CBL basketball, so they've got that athleticism about them. Um, some of those guys have have only played sort of under 15, 20 senior games, so they're still working in. Um, but yeah, um, Declan's fantastic with his physical contest. He certainly gives be, us everything. You'd be happy with your front fifty this year? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, it's the great. best I've seen. Set up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look, the guys are the, and and just having that experience of Chris Yuri down there. Um, same thing. Lockie Bambridge he's only played. 10, 12 senior games. Wow. So wow. you look at It's that, hard you, to believe when yeah. you watch. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Well, footy's his second sport. He's actually off scratch at golf as well. Is that so right? Oh, uh, dude, Wiz will be asking yeah. for oh. lessons today. Oh, I just ordered some new golf We got him up too. in the box last time that uh, we called your game, yep. Lockie Bainbridge with Chris Jerry. Now that Wiz knows that, he'll be asking for golf lessons. Uh, Where's he play golf? Where was Druin, he? yeah. Is he a member of Druin? Yeah. No, his dad's the pro at Druin. So, oh, uh, right. So it's deeper, uh, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's, there's some good pedigree there. But yeah, wow. he, look, he, he could be anything, Lockie. He's, You're captain um, in the midfield too, mate. Yeah, oh, look, Cody's wow. super. He just, he? yeah, he's just grown and grown, and especially since he's he's coaching the thirds that are out there now. He, yeah, right. He, um, he coached our under-14s last year. Um, look, he's just grown as a leader. 
um, the whole way through and, and his footy speaks for itself. He's He's been fantastic in and under all year. Yeah, I'll tell you the one I was impressed with last oh, time we saw yes, you. number six. Yeah, Isaac Fuller. Yes. He's, a, he's a fair income goer. And his second half in particular last time we saw against Nilma. Um, he just wouldn't stop going for the ball. He's like an energizer, Jack bunny. Ginnivan of uh, Alan Bank. <laughs> sort of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, he is. Well, you wouldn't notice against Adam. There was a couple of boys with the bleach blonde hair, which yeah. was uh, someone lo- lost a bet, losing the role of the dice on a Thursday night. <laughs> is that really what yeah, it was? Yeah, Love we, it. We, uh, <laughs> so they had to, they've either got to pay a hundred bucks or, or do the do what you get, and they both got the, the blonde hair. So they decided to do that, and Isaac's already got a dirty mullet, so it looked fantastic. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, the bleach, nothing, but, um, nothing better. So I'll has look, he still got the, or has he got back to his normal car? No, no, they've all kept it. They're going to grow it out and then eventually shave it off. But, um, oh, look, Isaac's just a super talent. Oh, yeah, and, he? um, he's a local kid too. He is, yeah. He's, um, his mum and uh, they own the local IGA. Yeah. That's the beauty of our team is that majority of the guys, 90% of the guys are like one-pointers. Yeah. They're born and bred. Here, so. Well, I'm going to tell you, we talk about Bembridge and Fuller. I am a fan. Let me oh, promise yeah. you that. I, I just love the way they played footy. Now, look, fair enough. On that day, they were playing the bottom side. You, know, you won by 240 points or something. So you're seeing the best. It was pretty. And, and what we, I've seen of Traff was in the rain and the wet where three goals were kicked for the match yep. up to three-quarter time when they were up against uh, Bullen from memory. Yep. So, um, yeah, Perhaps haven't seen their best today. No excuses out there today. The ground's holding up okay. Beautiful. No, oh, we're we're super lucky with the um, with the ground refurb. It's um, yeah, we're we're just been just yeah really lucky to to be here right now when the when the ground refurbishment done. I think obviously the twenty twenty and twenty twenty one seasons not being there has done the ground a favour. Yeah, um, yeah, it's a really good facility. Come up well. and, yeah, and a new great. scoreboard since we were here four weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all happening in beautiful. Yeah, digital, got, got the digital scoreboard. Digital scoreboard. It's all. Uh, it's even got the logos of the clubs next to their score. The yeah, I love it. The eagle. Well, the footy club's a big part of the community, and the scoreboard actually has the ability to play movies. So I believe they're going to awesome. have during summer. Summer. How walk good would that be? Oh, movies and I heard someone behind the bar before saying they were watching Ko Sports, the game there the other night on Thursday night. Well, we were training. Oh, it's a bit distracting. That? That's fantastic. No, it's great. You could roll down to Nearham South. You can go up the Five Aces Brewery and get a get a nice beer and come down and watch the movie you can't go wrong I'm thinking maybe one night after training the boys are in here every cup you could have SBS world movies on there as well, <laughs> well no, not, not the ones you had in the 80s your favourite channel <laughs> there Brad <laughs> hey uh, no, we, we do uh, time's getting away from us again Brent but today again, we've seen the team list what are you expecting from Traff just quickly and how do you get this done Oh look, we we have the utmost respect for them. They're very well drilled. Um, they've, from what we know, they've been together for quite quite a while. Um, we're expecting a, a tough physical contest, and um, it gives us an opportunity to see where we're at. Mm. And that's that's what we want. If you obviously, if you want to play finals, you've got to play against the best teams. And obviously, in my playing days, we won a couple of flags at Katani, and you've just got to play against the the top sides to get it done. And yep. Today's just a test, and we won't shy away from it. We just want to have a crack. Exciting. Stuff. Looking Brent, forward to it. Brent Mouncey, the coach of the Cats, New York South Football Club. Thanks so much for your time, and I Thank know you. what a busy day it is. Uh, we need to get down to the newsroom for our news update, and when we come back, we'll uh, continue the theme here at Near South Football Club. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wontaggy, your local store for computers, electrical, free, click and collect, available right now. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland, back after the news update. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. 
Saturdays in Gippsland, indeed, live on location here from the Nearham South Football and Netball Club. We're here through till midday today for Saturdays in Gippsland, and then again at 2 o'clock through till 5 o'clock for the Ellen Bank Football League match of the day here on SEN Track, and that'll be Nearham South against the second of the top team against the second placed. Trafalgar Football Club's going to be an absolute barn burner this afternoon, so don't go anywhere. If you can't get down here for a look, make sure you stay tuned to SEN Track for that one. And even if you're sitting around in the cars, it's already full, and we're not even at midday. Yeah. Tune in on the app on your phone to SEN Gippsland, and bang, you'll get that you bet. ball by ball call. You betcha. All right, it's time at this time every Saturday, Brad, we have a little segment. We don't have a stinger for yet, but I'm still not sure how we'll create one called Nothing But Net, where we talk nothing but netball for a few minutes. Uh, and over to you, our resident netball expert, Brad Sinclair. Wow, yeah, <laughs> a very good netballer. <laughs> <laughs> I wear the skirt. Well, hey, last week in A grade, Neil McDarnham, 45 defeated Trafalgar, 34. And for the Neil McDarnham side, Melanie Cook, 26 points. Well done there. And Poowong, 15, went down to Nearham South, 90. Now, I don't like to, I feel uncomfortable reading out scores when they're really flogged. Yeah. But SEN Gippsland's own Kimberly Hilberg that we had on the last time we yeah. were here. And she got she had an injury and got 60 goals last week. So what about this week? 64. Really? Just a lazy 64. So she's got over the little yeah, injury she yeah, had just, and got the extra four. Yeah, just, I think we named her the Bobby Skilton of the Ellenbank District. Sounds, sounds like she's got the equivalent of the Coleman medal sold up, but Ooh. sewn up for the goals as well. Didn't even get best. Really? Did not get best. They didn't name the best, though. But anyway. ah. but they had a big win, didn't they? Ninety fifteen. Yeah. Lang Lang, 54, defeated Niora, 23. Allen Bank, 52, defeated Yarrigan, 24. And Bullen Bullen in uh, probably the closest game of the weekend, 61, defeated Longwari, 47. So today, Trafalgar, who had lost to Neil Madanum last week, come up against Nearham South... I'm going to try to get my head over there and have a little look at some of it because uh, I am told the netball in this competition is uh, as good as anywhere you'll see. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, uh, and um, yeah, we'll talk about the um, uh, our mate that uh, got the 60 odd. She's had 120 goals in the last two oh, weeks. Yes, I did. Well, when I played netball, is I. <laughs> couple of seasons to get that. I used to play down South Road in the mixed competition in, yeah. um, near, not far from Linton Street, just quite. Yeah, I know exactly where. Yeah. And you would have been happy to start the odd scrap. You know, things got a bit... Oh, yeah, I pulled a few... Elbows out. Yes. Non-contact. It's a freeway now. Yeah, that's it's not there, I think. I would have thought they would have named right. that freeway after me, Wiz. I want to backtrack that Nyora Lang Lang. Now, we spoke <clears> with, um, from the Nyora... Nepal A-grade coach, A-grade and B-grade coach, Airsy. What was her first name? Oh, Jessica. Yeah, so, uh, and they've, they've had a go, but we did see, remember when we were on air, she was talking about what they're going to do, and the Lang Lang girls walked through and went to the bathroom together, and they all looked really, like, six foot six. Yes. How are they going to call that? Well, Steph Gaya for Lang Lang, a lazy 35 in that game. Well, Steph has done the job. I reckon she's the tall one we saw walk through yes. there. But 54 to 23, the Tigers... Uh, they got them sorted, didn't they? They did, and and um, uh, Jess played in B grade that day and shot six uh, for, for Nyora in their eight point, uh, twelve point loss to Lang Lang. And be remiss of us not to mention, in case you weren't listening last week, that she's the niece of the great man Gary Ayres. Is he? Yes. 
Yeah, her, and she said it's her second favourite uncle. Yes. Which is a bit of family politics. Yeah, you had another story you wanted to run with, no? No, I was just going with me Bobby Skilton. I oh, right. Kim Hellwork, mate. No. I, I, I think it's about when we did the show here and we spoke to her, and because she's the partner of Chris Urie. Yeah. And we might have sold her a bit short because we're having a coffee with Chris pre game. Yeah. Well, he wasn't. He was having a water. We were when having we were a coffee. Here, yeah. And we're having a chat to him, and he seems to think that it might be uh, about nine best and fairest. We might have credited it with six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But her mother's won six, and her grandmother's won six. Yes. Between them, they've got over 20 league best and fairest in three generations of women in that family. That is unbelievable. That's phenomenal. It is. And, and as I say, I'm going to get out there and have a look. It's very difficult to see any A grade because that's when we're calling the big game here. But I might get over and have a look at a little bit of the B grade just behind us here and just have a look at that netball today. And, and Give him a few tips too. Uh, just yeah. uh, you drop the elbow here. Yeah, yeah. a bit of a Liverpool kiss here. Whiz, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. You get on well with Mrs D. She was uh, pretty fiery netball oh, day. Yeah, I used to call her the Robbie Muir of netball. Oh, no, that's she, pretty fiery. She, she, and you're calling her Robbie Muir? Yeah, no, a bit she, more than pretty fiery. She, she wasn't a fan of the umpires as a rule. It took her a couple of hours to cool down after each game. So oh, gee whiz. I, I was the one charged with the job of uh, telling her she needed to retire in the end. But well, uh, Next time I go around there for coffee, I'll make sure I clean my cup and put it in the sink properly. <laughs> now, welcome to my world. <laughs> Mate, welcome to my world. Hey, uh, you're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland, and we're live here from the Nearham South Footy Club for this afternoon's big one versus two clash in the Elamacan District Football League. Thanks to Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical with free click and collect available right now down there at Harvey Norman. Now, we've got a break coming up again, Bradley. Have you got anything else you want to throw in before that? No, not really. Um, no, I don't. Okay. Well, so <laughs> we do need to take get one more break away here. When we come back, we're going to have Brett Tonkin, the president of the Trafalgar Football Club on the line, the president of the Bloods, because we were out there a couple of weeks ago and we missed him because he had the spicy cough. Like you. you remember you missed that he week? He did too, yeah. I got an email from him that week, actually. Yes. Yeah, you both were down with the spicy cough. So yes. he's off doing something else, so we're going to get him on the phone as well. So plenty coming up. Don't go anywhere. Uh, and Saturdays in Gippsland through until midday here and then the live call of the match of the day from 2 until 5 this afternoon here on SEN Track right throughout Gippsland, Latrobe Valley and South West Gippsland. Thanks to Harvey Norman and Juan Thaggy. It's time for a break. You're listening to Saturdays in Gippsland. Harvey Norman Wonthaggy, your local store for computers and electrical. Free click and collect available now. This is Saturdays in Gippsland with Ian Doherty and Brad Sinclair. Saturdays in Gippsland, welcome back. It's great to have your company here until midday. Ian and Brad talking everything with uh, in, in terms of local footy. Ellenbank football this afternoon and we're going to be here from 2 until Five o'clock with the Ellen Bank and District League Football League's match of the day. Trafalgar up against Neerham, Neerham South this afternoon. The Cats up against the Bloods. It should be an absolute beauty. We've heard already in today's show from the Neerham South senior coach, Brett Mouncey. But joining us on the line now is the president from the Trafalgar Football Club, Brett Tonkin. And Brett, good morning and welcome to Saturdays in Gippsland. Good morning, Ian. Good morning, Brad. Thanks for having me. 
Uh, I feel like we're finally getting to meet you, albeit over the telephone, yeah. not down here just yet, mate. We were uh, out your way a few weeks ago, but we didn't get to meet you because you were laid up with the spicy cough. I was, mate. Got, got the old cunt flu, so um, like we haven't had it, uh, too many cases at once at Trafford. It's obviously uh, knocked us around a little bit week to week, but um, yeah, I'll be out there a bit later today, just uh, just working till midday in Yarragon. So there's a little bit of blue sky starting to peak up here, so hopefully we have a nice day. Oh, it looks pretty good here, mate. You'll be happy when you yep, get here, no yep. doubt about that. Gee, that was going around, though. I think Brad missed our call that day. I was I yeah, had COVID. Yeah. Uh, and yep. myself and David Hampton, who called that game, both came down during that week with the uh, oh, right, eh? with the, yep. with the spicy cough as well. So it was definitely going around there uh, down at the Bloods that weekend. But I reckon it's going around, yeah. mate. So, and you sound That's nice and healthy anyway. You're back on top and <laughs> back at work, yeah. which is the main thing. So this is a big yeah. one uh, this week, Brett. No doubt about that for your footy club. Second versus first. Uh, and, yeah, the the one with Bullen a few weeks ago in, in pretty ordinary conditions, it was a similar feel, but we're much deeper into the season now and you feel like this is the real deal, this one. Yeah, certainly. And uh, it's our, our first time going up to play near them. Um, last year, we, we hosted them in round two. It's a shortened season, so uh, that'll be a new experience for the boys as well. Um, and, yeah, obviously the benchmark at the moment's near and fast. Um, we've had really strong results. Uh, here they've had great training numbers from early in the pre-season and very well drilled. Um, so it's going to be good to see where we're at. And I guess uh, coming out, both sides are going to have a few things to learn uh, moving forward. Yeah, what I like, Brett, is... What tends to happen with a lot of clubs that are sitting up top and doing it easy, a lot of clubs won't try their kids. And in the last three weeks, you've had Angus Templeton and Brodie Malardi make their debuts. And then uh, last week was Dylan Gauchy. I like that. That must be really, really uh, great for your, your supporters. Oh, it's awesome, yeah. And we're all up, there's, um, there's been six kids who played third footy last year that have, that have played senior football this year. Um, that's the main reason why we decided to move across in the Mid-Gippy League a couple of years back was to have a, a strong pathway from Auskick to senior footy at the club. And for the town, you know, we're, we're a big enough town that um, we can rely on local local players to, to move up through the ranks and um, to see that they're getting opportunity at senior level is fantastic. We've got, we've got uh, senior captains that came up through junior footy and, and won premierships and um, a great senior coach in Tom Allen and that's, that's really keen to develop those boys as they enter into senior football. And then you've got a, a, another young bloke that uh, whipped up his 100th game last week in Connor Noonan as your vice captain, yeah. a good leader. Yeah, he is. Yeah, re- just does um, everything that's required, really. Trains hard, very no-nonsense footballer, um, friendly and welcoming to the young players and, um, and just a really good person to have around the club. So it was great for Connor to to bring up the 100th game and um, and take some individual um, accolades uh, yeah, last round. And um, a lot of guys that he's played most of his senior football with were on the ground with him, which was good to see. Now, Brett, uh, just changing the theme a little bit, there's a real community feel around your footy club and you can you can just smell it when you drive into the place, right from uh, everybody around the canteen and upstairs in the bar later on, right across to Bay Six and a Half, which I found very interesting, my first experience there too. Things must be feeling pretty positive around the place in general. Yeah, it is. And it was a real unknown this year how, um, you know, what, what would crowds be like 
coming out of COVID, you know, last year was very difficult with some games having reduced or, or no um, no attendance. So, um, and all clubs are in a similar position where relying on revenue from the bar, from the canine, from the gate is obviously what keeps your club going. Um, yeah. We're really lucky that we've got a, a high school in town and a big enough community that if if we're doing the right thing by our community, we're going to we're going to be um, we're going to be sufficient. Uh, sorry, self sufficient. Um, and yeah, the the crowds have been awesome. So um, we're really happy that we're able to provide somewhere for our local community to come and enjoy themselves and um, you know support their mates or their or their sons or whoever it is to to play footy. And um, it's it certainly keeps us going. So. Or just support uh, their been, town. It's been a great start. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's been a great start to the area. Our um, attendance has been massive. I wasn't at the ball and born game, but so on the gate said by um, quarter time of the seniors was absolutely chockers, and then you know it was eight degrees and raining sideways. So uh, <laughs> yeah, really positive. It wasn't yeah. a pretty day, I can tell you that. So the other one too, Brett. What I've noticed with a lot of clubs, and and I ask this of you, being the president. A lot of clubs are struggling for volunteers, so the committee and, and the people that you've got working with you now, having to stand up and do a little bit more work, is that the case at Trafalgar at the moment? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, so this, this is my first year as, as president, and um, Ray Wall has been a, a, a top president for the club and been involved in the committee for decades. Um, it's allowed him to step back a bit and, and do a couple of smaller roles. Um, so it, there's probably been a bit more buy-in from um, from some younger people that have been playing footy on netball for probably less than five years. They've they've doing roles like assistant coach, um, you know, runner, helping out the canine, and and obviously having our under 16s um, having a roster there with getting parents involved with the canine and and kids involved with boundary umpiring and, and water for the seniors, and that's reciprocated as well. So. Um, we don't, you know, it, it's always hard. It always feels like you could do it with another two or three helpers, but um, everyone's been happy to pitch in when, when asked, and that's, that's all we can ask for as a committee, so it's been really good. There's plenty of them there. I've been into Bay Six and a Half yep. uh, during a game, and uh, there'd be you 50 made it men in there. I made it out, but I was actually <laughs> invited in there by a very oh, old right. mate of mine, uh, Steve Barnes, who's a uh, oh, yeah. former yeah. Southern Footy League Hall of Famer, who's a... Of course, yeah. uh, Trafalgar home now, and he loves it in there, and uh, yep. it's, it's a great setup. They've got plenty of people that uh, could put their hand up if, if push came to shove in there as well. Good helps. I know yeah. Barnsley yeah. organises a fantastic um, luncheon. He's done so at many of the footy clubs that he used to run, so uh, there's all those sort of things as well. You've got a great facility there for hosting those match day luncheons if you needed to. Yeah, certainly. We had um, oh, the Anzac weekend, we had Long Warrior in round two, and uh, Barnsley called on a, another good mate of his, Peter Bedford, the, the 1970 Brownlow medalist for our sponsors' day, and that was yeah, a great day. Star. We had, yeah, yeah, and we had, um, uh, I think it was about 25 degrees that day. Base six and a half was packed. Um, a, a lot of past players that have experienced a lot of success in their playing days through 70s, yeah. 80s, 90s, and um, and some of the flags we won sort of about a, a decade ago. So. Uh, they're all quite connected, which is fantastic, and they're, they're getting, um, uh, yeah, some of those younger players that have just recently retired involved in the Past Players Association now as well, so it's good to see. Yeah. Good to see. Those boys good to pick see up. Indeed. Yeah, yeah. He's hey, a mate. great great man, Peter Bedford. 
Ah, yes. Well, um, good mate, yeah, Barnsley. Yeah, I've, I've known Barnsley yeah. for years. He's a well-connected man. I'm down there, and he's introducing me to the local plumber, the local painter, the local electrician. Loves the network, yeah. and um, he's Pretty very good at it. cricketer, too, just quietly played Look, for Peter Victoria. Bedford. Yeah, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah he was. Yeah. Hey, Brett, yeah. um, just about out of time. I just want to thank you for your time today and interrupting you at work as well, mate. I know you're working through till midday and heading down. Um, make yourself known. But good to uh, catch up with you at some point yeah, today. At the footy, mate. Good luck to your footy club today. It's a big one, and uh, for both sides, it should be a beauty. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me. I'll see you a bit later. Good on you. Trafalgar President Brett Tonkin joining us here on Saturdays in Gippsland on the phone. He'll be down here a little later on. Gee, Brad, the time's got away from us again. We've only uh, got a little while left. Um, yeah. It's interesting. There's a, there's a real community feel about both these footy clubs, Traff, and with a lot of volunteers, a lot of people doing a lot of work. Uh, it's an all-hands-on-deck approach, isn't it? Uh, it certainly is. I, I, I really I don't miss coaching, but I miss I get out to these games and I miss club land in the country. Yeah. And having coached in this competition, uh, I can see that the crowds have just got bigger and better. There's, and, and after the two years that we've had, Wiz, it's just great to get out here and see people smiling. Yeah, get and, some and, footy and again. Amongst, amongst what they love doing and... Uh, just having a look at the score out there in the under-18s and Nearham South of 78 to... They're playing Allen Bank in the under-18s, 14, but they'll be playing Traff in the big one here today, and I'm really looking forward to the grand final prelude, Wiz. A beautiful new-looking scoreboard out there. That's all that we've got time for this morning. Thanks to Harvey Norman, one thaggy, a local store for computers and electrical free. Click and collect available now, and also thanks to Gippsland Power Equipment. Brad Sinclair, it's been real. Uh, great to see you, and we'll talk to you again at 2 o'clock this afternoon for the match of the day. Day. Bradley and signing off for Saturdays in Gippsland. We'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.